get this off my chest Turn the news off, cause I swear this world a mess But can we talk about it? Yep, yep, it's only right if we talk about it Yep, yep, I guess we here to change fate They sugarcoat while it's worse too straight I'm talking about that young nigga, that snake No CNN, now this ain't first take It's just the real shit that y'all love to hate But we here now, so sit back and relax Because it's real now Just be back with some facts and keep it real now Yep, cause he here now What's up, everybody? Welcome back to What Is Your Perspective Podcast. I am your host, your boy Nate Harris. I feel like I still need to come up with a name because I feel like I don't like the flow of that. Like, I got to come up with a name. Y'all know I don't want to use Nasty Nate. But look, in this episode, we're going to talk about bullying. We're going to talk about mental illness. And we're going to talk about these school shootings because we know that we have a problem. We know that it may... Whatever your thought process, you may think that we should have guns. You may think that we shouldn't have guns in our society. I understand both sides of the arguments. I understand. Trust me. I understand that we should have the rights to bear arms, and I understand the arguments behind it. I understand why we shouldn't have guns. Guns are made to kill. Why do we have guns, and why do we need guns? I understand it. But I think we all have an understanding that guns don't kill people. People kill people. A gun is just the weapon that's typically used in these mass murders, so it's a topic of discussion. Vehicles are weapons. I mean, think about a rally. Think about a concert. Think about anything that's done outdoors with a lot of people there. Someone can drive their car through those individuals and kill them and kill the same amount of people as the 17 that was killed in Florida last week in the school shooting. So we, I think we have a, a big understanding that it's not really the weapon that's always the issue. It's the person who's doing it. But we have to figure out what's wrong, what's going on, why are these people can even bring themselves to even want to kill that many people at one time? Why take someone else's life? Are you that much of a coward? And so in this episode, we're going to talk about Jonathan Martin. For those of you who don't know, Jonathan Martin, he's an ex-football player, used to play O-line for the Miami Dolphins. A couple years ago, he was involved into a nationally known incident, and um, he was being bullied by other O-linemen that were currently on that team. Pretty much Richie Incognito and uh, Pouncey, both O-linemen were bullying Martin. Martin had to leave the team, go into a psychiatric facility. And from the outside in, for people who don't know and really didn't know the situation, what was really going on, and I'm not even going to dig deep into that situation, but he was getting bullied by some linemen on his team, and he couldn't take it. He got called the N-word by one of them. Um... And coming from a football background and the football perspective that I have, that's normal. Um, being hazed as a rookie, being picked on and bullied when you first get into an organization, whether that's in the NFL, whether it's in high school, whether it's in college. I remember when I was at University of Montana, I first got there, the only time I felt safe was on the field because I knew in the locker room I was going to be hazed by linemen, and I didn't get it bad. We didn't have it bad, but we, it, it's just it's kind of a ritual for football players. You're supposed to be tough. You're supposed to be able to take those things, take the jokes. Understand that as a rookie, you take the hazing. So from the outside world, I don't know everyone else's perspective. From my perspective, it was like, okay, dude, you are a grown man. And you are a lineman. You are the biggest one out there, pretty much. And you mean to tell me you are getting bullied and you have to leave the team because you're getting bullied? So coming from a man, coming from a football background, you dismiss anything else that's going on in his life. We don't know what's going on in his life. I'm just thinking, you just ain't man enough. Laugh it off, keep it pushing. 
what I want to really get to you guys is we can't always just do that. Like, for example, like I got some homies that they like to use the word B word a lot. OK, and they call some individuals a B word. Usually they'll call me the B word. And I don't take it offense because I know they don't mean anything about it. But they can't use that same B word around somebody else because you don't know how that next person is going to accept that. So just because it's normal and typical to be bullied in the NFL doesn't mean just because he's getting bullied and he doesn't like it and he can't take it. It doesn't mean that he's just a sissy, can't take it, not man enough. I don't know what's going on really deep in his society. But at the time, oh my gosh, now Richie Canito at the time was suspended for the remainder of the eight games of the season. Then the, he sat out the next year. Now, I don't know if he was suspended or if he, was, he wasn't allowed back in the league or no one wanted to deal with him. But um, if you really go back and you look, dig deep into that story, Richie Acanino, he should have been suspended. He was saying some wild things. He was doing some wild things to him. So I understand the NFL had to step in. But again, coming from a football background, it's like, come on, Jonathan. You have to understand that this is going to happen, and it's just fun and games. It's just a joke. And, and that's what the national media and the football world kind of saw it. This guy is just a sissy. And now... As you fast forward, he ends up retiring. After he retires, um, I guess he got kind of got into speaking in a couple of different things. He posted like a 800-word memoir and basically expressing the reasons why he retired. He retired because he couldn't stand everything that was going on. He suffered from depression. He suffered from mental illness. Um, there was too much pressure going on with him. And um, he kind of states that before he even got to the Dolphins, he suffered from mental illness and depression. He almost committed suicide before he got to the Dolphins. And then them getting on him. And like I said, if you guys go look deep into the story, it was wild. Like it, was, it wasn't just normal hazing, you take my shoulder pads, I call you a punk. Like They're talking about his family. They're sending him text messages. I mean, they, they, it, was, it was bad. Okay, But with that being said, he's already suffered for those things and then add that on. So then he ends up retiring because he can't deal with this. So in August, he goes on Facebook and he kind of expresses himself of, man, I'm depressed. I've been bullied since I was in junior high, since I was in high school. I've always been an outcast and a fat, chubby kid. I've always been insecure. People have always picked on me. You know, and, and see, again, from the outside in, not digging deep into the story. is again, OK, now you're just looking for sympathy. You're just a guy who's looking for attention seeking but what's really going on with him so fast forward a little bit now a couple weeks ago he posted on his instagram story and it was a gun two loaded magazine saying and i quote when you are when you're a bully victim and a coward your options are suicide or revenge yes jonathan if you went on with this act you're a coward. I believe anyone who commits suicide is a coward. I believe anyone who commits a mass shooting is a coward. But again, who am I to call them a coward? I don't know what they're going through. I was talking to my dad the other day, talking about a kid who just did a drive-by shooting. Um, but also that kid, he witnessed his sister be burned to death. He witnessed his mom be raped. There's a lot of different things that that kid witnessed that I can't even imagine seeing. I get a little bit I get in a little bit of trouble, get pulled over by cops, and I think my life is over. Some people go through different things that a lot of us can't even fathom. So Jonathan Martin, um, 
he posted this picture with guns, uh, loaded magazines, and says, "When you're a bully victim and a coward of your op- in a coward, your options are suicide or revenge." And then he tagged Richie Incognito, Pouncey, which is two of his ex-teammates from Miami Dolphins, and then two other individuals that were, I guess, on his team when he was in high school. He went to Harvard-Westlake out here in California. So this is something that had been going on and on and on and on and on. And he's probably been telling people about it for a long time. And every time he tells somebody, they dismiss him. You're, You're the big guy. You're strong. You're making this a big deal. They're not really bullying you. Sticks and stones just break your bones. Sticks and stones, that can work with me, but it may not work with the next individual. You can call me the B word, but call the next person, that may ruin their whole day. You may say something negative about me and I could take it, but the next person may not be able to take it the same way. And then we sit here and we talk about these shootings. And these shootings. And what's going on with our country. And everyone has their arguments. And everyone wants to fight for their guns. And they want to fight for their rights. And they want to fight for all these different things. But sometimes y'all don't realize that maybe you guys are the issue. Maybe we are the problem. I know I get a lot of people nervous with all this I love you challenge. And all this thing pushing this positivity in the world. But... Like, there's reasons that these things are happening. Like, there's some people who really feel these ways and that we can't even comprehend and understand how that they're feeling. Yes, I believe that if you commit suicide, you are a coward. But I have never been put in a situation where I felt like I had to kill myself. I have never lived a life that way. If you really think about it, I've never had a want or a need. I've never missed a meal. If you're listening to this, have you missed a meal? If you're listening to this, I don't, I don't know what you've been through, so I'm not going to even throw all that stuff out there. But if you're listening to this, you're listening to it on an iPhone, some type of device. So therefore, you have something in your pocket. And if you have zero dollars, you can sell this device you're listening to and make something and then go get something to eat. Some people don't even have those rights. Some people do. And then even when it comes to the whole mental illness thing, you know, because the media, the media is crazy. You know, you, you get an African-American does something crazy. He's a thug. And you get a Caucasian doing a mass shooting or something crazy. He's mentally ill. And then, then on the backside of that, you have the blacks saying, oh, my gosh, he's not mentally ill. You guys are just giving him a cop out. Mental illness is something that's real. You got to understand our biggest weapon is our minds. If we don't have control over our minds, what do we have control over? You got to understand, we're animals. We're just a species. We're the human race, so we're the most dominant, but we're no different than a lion. It's just our brains work better. We know how to adapt to grow. But if your mind isn't intact, then what? And so what I'm here to try to get you guys to understand it and, 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 and myself included. I mean, I bully, I used to bully. I'm not perfect. I still joke and, and make jokes with my friends and, and everybody like, like that's natural. And I'm not saying to just not make jokes. All I'm saying is like, we have to think about these things. Like some people get bullied and they can't take it. They cannot take it. 
And it's not their fault that they can't take your bullying because you can take it. Because I guarantee there's something in this world that you can't take that maybe another individual can take. So we have to be mindful of these things. So we need to stop talking about all these shootings. I mean, we got Jonathan Martin. He's been detained. He, he, has, he didn't shoot up a school. But what if he did? What if he didn't post that and showed up to that school at Harvard-Westlake and shot that whole school up? Or showed up into the Miami Dolphins locker room and shot that whole room up? Then what? And then, is the argument going to be guns? Or is the argument going to be, you guys dismiss what he's been saying since he's been in 8th grade? You guys have been dismissing what he's been saying since he's been in 7th grade. That's what the conversations need to be. It shouldn't be the guns. It shouldn't be this. It should be, we need to become better people. We need to become better people. We need to stop looking down at these phones and start looking people in their eyes and understanding the pains that some people truly are going through. Also, we need to understand how blessed we are. Every day, I have a million things to complain about. And that I want to complain about and I want to continue to complain about. And I do complain about them. But whenever somebody asks me if I'm having a good day, I always say yes. Because when someone asks me that, even if when I'm having that bad day, it puts me back into perspective. Well, I start thinking about my bad day. Hmm. Yeah, my day ain't going good. I ain't got no clients. My podcast didn't get X amount of views. I'm not doing good at work. I don't have this money. I'm not living in this house. So I'm not feeling myself right now. But then like my dad's Rastafarian homie always said, if you, there's some people who don't even have a tree to go steal an apple off of. That's how poor some people are living. And if you're listening to this, you are richer than you even know. So I'm here to tell you guys, please, please think of other people. I understand jokes and all that stuff is fun, especially cyberbullying in the social media world. It's getting crazy. But some people just are different. Not everyone is the same when it comes to bullying and all these different things. So we have to think it's serious. Because, again, he could have shot up another school that we would have been arguing with the NRA when we could have just looked ourselves in the eyes. We could have just the NFL could have just looked him in the eyes. His high school could have just looked him in the eyes. His junior high school could, and it could have stopped then. It could have stopped in eighth grade, but it continued. Then now we have twenty individuals dead because Jonathan Martin has been bullied. No one cared about his bulliness and his depression, so he's gonna let it out on everyone else. We have to do better, y'all. We gotta do better as a culture. We gotta do better as a society, and we have to stop pointing the fingers and start looking at what can I do, what can we do, what can I do to help it better. But it also starts with one person. Look to the left. Look to the right of you. Look at your little sisters. Look at your cousins. Look at your family. Start with you. What can I do individually? Because Jonathan posted that online, and the police stopped it. So we stopped X amount of individuals being dead. If we keep, everybody takes ownership and we just, I got this person, I got this person, you got me, I got you. It's, it's a slow process, but we got to start somewhere or it's just going to keep getting worse. Because every time a shooting happens, what it does, a guy like Jonathan Martin, he gets the idea. So Jonathan Martin, he's depressed, he hates himself. Dude in Florida goes shoots up the school. We got Sandy Hook shooting up the school. Aurora, Colorado shooting up the theaters. And then a guy like Jonathan Martin's looking like, hmm, 
I'm going through. I feel the same way he's feeling. I might do that. I got that idea. And it's easy to get these assault rifles. Let's go. So it's going to keep. It's coming. Another one's going to happen. But how can you stop the next one from happening? And then let's talk about like what we could be doing to fix this whole issue. This whole problem. Donald Trump proposed that we start giving teachers guns and have guns in school because, of course, money matters more than taking guns away from our citizens. The NRA has to get paid. They fund our government, probably. I don't know. I'm not deep into it. I don't really know. But giving a gun to a teacher, we all know that that's not going to work, even if it does work. I guess maybe you can kill the guy a little bit sooner, maybe stop him from killing a couple of lives. But typically, that teacher probably is going to be untrained. But if they do train her, okay. I guess it's a possibility. But I'm kind of more dealing with the side of, like, Snoop Dogg. Like, have you guys realized that I didn't go to, I didn't live in the hood. I didn't grow up in the hood. I didn't have to go through metal detectors. But some hood schools have that and do that. Because they're scared of the kids in the hood. Not even doing a mass shooting, but just shooting up for whatever reason. Why isn't every school like that? That's my question. Why do we have such crazy flight laws where we can't get on a flight with a bottle of lotion or a bottle of water, but we can just walk up into schools? Schools aren't locked. I'm scared to go substitute out of school nowadays. I understand why Super Bowls these big events, concerts have this maximum security. I understand that because there's a lot of people. It's a target for terrorism or for whatever else. But why are our schools? Because now that's the issue. 9-11 happened. So then what happens after 9-11? TSA, they upped the ante. Now it was really, really strict, tight, tight security. Our kids are in turmoil. They're being shot at. That needs to change. We should have the same TSA security at these schools like we have at these airports. And again, okay, they're underpaid. They're understaffed, underfunded. Who cares? Raise the taxes up then if that's the case. Raise the taxes. We'll pay a little more money to save a couple more lives. Without life, we don't have money. Who cares about that stupid money? And it seems to me that money is more important in this situation than a lot of other things. I love you guys way more than you know. If you listen this long, I appreciate you more than you can ever imagine. Do me a favor, please. Go like and subscribe to What Is Your Perspective Podcast. We're on every platform. Soon to be on iTunes. We're on iTunes. Soon to be on iHeartMedia. Pod being app, we're everywhere. I need collaboration. I need people to come on there and express their opinions, express their perspectives on a lot of these different circumstances, these situations that are going on in our country. Need advice, need opinions. I love it. I love you guys more than you know, and at all times, you already know what the deal is. Operation No CNN. Now this ain't first take. It's just the real shit that y'all love to hate But we here now So sit back and relax Because it's real now Just feed back with some facts And keep it real now Yeah, Cause he here now